up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Judging Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, I uh, think I'm going to need a miracle here. I don't know if you've been looking at our work league playoffs. I have not. Um, let's see here. Yes, you are going to lose. Says the projections, but if a couple people just happen to not suit up, I feel like I might have a chance. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, boy. Yeah, no fan. Uh, gotcha, huh? Yeah, no fan with the zero. Didn't help. Travis Homer, not so much either. Yeah, despite Tannehill like ended up 30 being a carries good streamer. or something. Yeah, right? He was he touched the ball a ton. Um, alas, we know what he is, and we know he's... Probably, you know, best utilized as a satellite back to a couple of the studs they have there in Seattle. Yep, 100%, 100%. But, yeah, up 14 points, and my opponent has three players, one being a kicker, but the other being one Ramondre Stevenson and Hollywood Brown. So just be sitting there watching the points chip away and maybe get to the second half with a lead, but probably not. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, well, it will be the first league I'm eliminated from playoff-wise. So, we're doing pretty well across the board other than that. Yeah, can't complain. Can't complain, right? Yeah, but speaking of that here, we are getting ready for fantasy football playoffs with some waivers here. Yeah, yeah, a uh, very important part of the uh, the process, right? Um, yes, very important. Didn't have the uh, oh yeah we did have a few big injuries this this week. Debo obviously went down. Um, for uh, maybe through the end of the the regular season. I think I just saw an article actually that they said it's not as bad as people thought. It was just a sprained knee and ankle. Okay, but should be expected to return during the season, not even the not even postseason. postseason. Okay, there you go. So I guess it's more of a benefit for the Niners because. You know, in all likelihood, you only have two to three weeks left of your fantasy football season. And one would imagine he misses at least one of those, if not more. Yeah, very fair. Very fair. Um, yeah, Damian Pierce, Jeff Wilson, um, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, bunch of quarterbacks. Huntley, Wilson, uh, Mike White. Um, 49ers quarterback is also hurt. Um, Another one. Yeah, they'll see. They call, they call you up to see if you wanted to come in and <laughs> yeah. toss the pigskin around. Yeah, yet. yeah, apparently. Um, Do some open tryouts. They, they said fans. if the game was more out of hand, he could have come back. Um, but it's a short week. They play on Thursday. So I don't think that. Yeah, big gonna... game against Seattle, too. I mean, that could be basically locking up the division pretty much if they win that one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see on that front. Not sure if that's too big of a deal from a fantasy perspective. But um yeah, let's go ahead and, and jump into the running backs here. Um, Chuba Hubbard, rostered in 33% of leagues. Um, Foreman is like out touching him, but they all the Panthers are doing is running the ball. So both of them are are are, are being used and, and being productive for fantasy. So he's got to be a pretty good pickup, right? Yeah, I mean it was a it was a surprisingly dominating win. I think the score maybe misleads a little because um, Seattle got a late touchdown, but I mean they were up by two scores, maybe even more than that there in the fourth quarter. So, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't, I don't know that you can predict that to continue. But going up against Pittsburgh next, uh, I think a better defense than people imagine. But we'll see what happens with Kenny Pickett. We have Mitch Trubisky, obviously, as a 
an option there with you know if he's out injury wise and that could affect uh, you know how the defense plays if the offense can't get it going uh, another injury that you know didn't someone didn't get hurt this week but news just came out today was Deontay Johnson done for the year uh, officially so that just kind of weakens the Pittsburgh offense and maybe makes the uh, the Carolina offense a little bit more appealing with a guy like Hubbard. Um, 33% rostered. Any any interest there, Steve? Yeah, I'd say so. You know, it, it's kind of hard to, to find a running back, especially now, um, you know, this late in the season that's going to produce for you. Um, so he's got to be pretty high up on the, uh, on the list of guys I want. Um, maybe second to, to Mr. Knight here. Um, I mean, that's not fair. We got Dobbins on the list, but he's rostered in 70% of leagues. Yeah, so that's I kind of a him check. and McKinnon both in there just as like, hey, take a look because McKinnon clearly is involved. I mean, he had nine targets uh, and it could be a blowout win against Houston. And Dobbins, 70% rostered, but clearly looks like he is back to speed there this week. And I would imagine 70% is probably pretty low for a J.K. Dobbins. So that means three out of 10 people listening is going to be available in your league. Yeah. So. Keep an eye out. I think he, you know, would be rest of your waivers if he's out there in any leagues. Yeah, the so rest of your fab. Obviously, he tops the list. Um, mm-hmm. um, and and Knight, you know, he's crossed the fifty percent mark, but still at fifty five percent, so still close to fifty fifty. He would be probably the top of the list. I'd put him above mm-hmm. Chuba, just because Chuba is saving time and and Foreman is the guy. He's out touching him. So if they were need or if they were in a position where they had to throw more and, and dial back the rushing, I, I think it would be Foreman. Um, so I think Knight would top the list. But yeah, Chuba's definitely up there. What do you think of the, the two of them? Yeah, I think it's definitely Knight. Uh, he looks to be, you know, like squarely in a 1A, 1B, and, and probably the 1A at this point to Michael Carter. Uh, we had James Robinson, healthy scratch there. I know he himself isn't happy about it and isn't pretty vocal, but they clearly have a guy that they like there in, in Zayden Knight and Zayden Knight. And I think he, you know, is someone they're going to look at to use even next year. Um, so we could see what that means for Brees Hall, too. But he's the priority add here. This week against Detroit, a really good matchup. I think that's a really good matchup for both teams, too, because both teams really need to win to stay in the playoff hunt in their respective conferences. So uh, I think Xavier Knight's the big one. Um, Mason, San Francisco, I think he, you know, 11 carries, I believe, 50-some yards. So clearly can get it done with some limited work, and I think he is a guy that I would definitely want to stash Definitely if you have CMC, but even if you don't have CMC, I think he's a good stash to have because if CMC goes down, he looks like he would get all the work there in San Francisco, right? Yeah, 100%. He's a clear-cut uh, backup at this point, I think. Um, so, yeah, he's a, a really strong handcuff, especially if CMC goes down, like you said. Um, another handcuff with some potential would be uh, Clue Herbert. Um, I think they're expecting him back soon, right? Yeah, looks like he is expected to be activated this week. So that's another just kind of keep an eye out if if you're looking for some depth for the playoffs run here. He's a guy I would add. Not a great matchup against the Eagles this week, but maybe they slowly work him back in. And, and if you can get to the next round and, and you don't necessarily need to use him this week, I think he's definitely a guy that you, could be beneficial for you in the weeks to come. Absolutely perfect. Um, moving on, wide receivers here. Um, 
We'll start with a super flyer here. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was uh, signed by the Cowboys today. Um, I would assume that officially puts an end to the, the OBJ stuff. I mean, that that conversation has gone downhill really quickly, and I'm assuming if they were thinking they were going to sign him, they would not be signing T.Y. Hilton. Um, is somehow he's 1% rostered? <laughs> yeah, somebody has him out there. Yeah, I guess enough people went and grabbed him maybe off of today's news. Um, yeah. But that's or super fire. A league, couple leagues that people haven't been paying attention to. He's yeah. just still sitting on a raft there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep a lookout for him, I guess. Um, Johan Dotson uh, didn't play this week, only rostered in 50% of leagues. So it might be a good week to scoop him up given he didn't play, right? Yeah, that one was surprising. He's only 50% rostered and, and he's available right now. I mean, once this net last game is up, I assume everyone goes to waivers, but he's, he's currently available mostly now because he had the buy. So he's someone I think you want to roster, you know, possibly flex consideration. Um, probably going to be thrilled, but he's definitely worked in there. So not the best flex consideration, but solid flex consideration, I think, for me. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, the same, I think. Um, solid. Uh, we'll just kind of go with, you know, what are the, whatever the offense does. I don't think he's uh, he's not someone yet that's going to have a good game, even if, you know, Washington does bad. Um, mm-hmm. But if they're competitive, he should be fine. Um, and we saw in the beginning of the year, you know, he could score touchdowns. Um, granted, the team then was under Wentz and quite different than the team now. Um, but, you know. 40 yards and a touchdown's enough. Um, in the same kind of boat, DJ Chark was next on the list, 40% rostered. He's had two good weeks in a row, and if you go three weeks back, it wasn't terrible either. Um, as the Lions trend upwards, you know, I think that's a good thing from him, but I think he's <clears throat> kind of the same in like a boom-bust kind of category, especially with... Uh, um, with Jameson Williams with, back, I think yeah, that, that really hurts him. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Chark's talented. You know, he'll still pop off some games, I'd imagine, but probably inconsistent as well, right? Yeah, and they're scoring points, so I mean, someone's going to get it. It's Amon Rod, a little bit of a down game, but uh, you imagine he'll be a little more consistent, and you'll have some other guys that are a little bit more, you know, inconsistent with having some boom games like Jameson Williams, DJ Chark. Um, Josh Reynolds, I think, scored as well. So, yeah, they, they go all around pretty solid, um, pretty solid option. But uh, you're probably not going to be thrilled about playing him. He's a guy you're throwing in there and kind of shooting for the moon. Okay, here um, another <laughs> moonshot. I don't know if you're taking the gamble on here, but uh, Marquise Goodwin had himself a good week. Only rostering two percent of leagues, but he is uh, got to be. Hit the least trustworthy on the list while Hilton's on the list. Can't yeah. trust him. And yeah, Chris yeah. Moore's on the list. You can't trust him either. So we'll put them together. Yeah. Moore... Chris Moore actually had 11 targets, though. That's so crazy. Someone I'd be a little more interested in only with Brandon Cooks out. He's someone that I think, uh, you know, if you have a deeper bench and you can kind of throw him on the back there, he could be someone if you get closer to the, you know, start of the games that you could pop in there if we see the Brandon Cooks out again. Not throwing about Collins it, is out too, right? There. I believe so, at least this week. I'm not sure yeah. if he'll be out going forward. Another name to keep an eye on. And then the quarterback carousel in Houston. I don't, that's some weird stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of hard to... And I didn't see, like, did his receptions come from one person in particular? I believe it was somewhat spread out because I think they had, what, was there three quarterbacks? Did I see a Driscoll in there as well? Oh, yeah. Driscoll's in. I don't know if he actually, 
I think he, I saw he was quarterback slash tight end. He was running uh, eligibility. Um, that's what I saw earlier. He was running a lot. Um, let me see if he actually uh, did anything. He threw six passes, um, one of which was a touchdown. But then he also had seven okay. carries. So they're using him. Wow. Yeah, which is I didn't know he was. You know, like a runner like that, I guess. Is this the same Driscoll from Detroit? Yeah. Because I feel like I do recall him scrambling a little more than the average quarterback. Did he? Say. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same Driscoll from Detroit. Um, the very same. Yeah. Maybe keep an eye on me. You could slide him into your tight end spot. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe I should have been rolling him instead of Kyle Pitts. Yeah, had you have known, and, and you know, obviously, don't think he did that earlier. In the no, year, no, no, not at all. Zeros across. You the board. never know. Um, I mean, he probably would have got you the same number of points in Kyle Pitts. In pretty a few close. Weeks. Pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a big difference between zero and four. Um, Unfortunately, not. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, moving off of uh, those two, Zay Jones had himself a good week. Um, Continues to kind of be back and forth, but I think I trust him more than I would Dotson and Chark. Would you agree with that? Uh, I think so. He, I don't know, he's scary, but he clearly is being utilized, uh, you know, double-digit points here and half scoring in, in three of four games with the buy sandwich in there as well. So you love to see 12 targets, eight catches, 77 yards, catch. Um, Dallas is going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, the Jets and Houston after that, which are, you know, just statistically not great receiver matchups. Um, so I think he's probably a better ad than most of these guys. Dotson, maybe talent alone can put Dotson up there above him, but I think they're probably your your top two options that if you had to play one, those would be the guys I'd be looking at on this list so far. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I think that makes sense. Um and at this point, like if one of them's gonna go like nuclear the rest of the week, it'd be Dotson, right? As the young guy that can yeah. to break out. Um, you think probably better of all of them, Peoples Jones. Um still under sixty percent rostered here. Yeah, and you're looking double digits from a fantasy perspective, uh five of the last six weeks. Um mm-hmm. and you know, that one week was pretty bad. Uh two uh like three points. Um, but even prior to that, eight, nine, seven 10 i mean he's he's been pretty good so uh, yeah even with the quarterback change and, and watson not being good he has still been good for fantasy um like, like he said 58 percent rostered so he's out there a lot less than anyone else but uh still mm. out there for like you know four of ten of you will have him available yeah definitely someone that i think you, you want to prioritize adding if you can he's being used him and amari cooper both being used a good bit there by Watson. And, and Watson put up, I think, 275 yards, so much more respectable line this week. Uh, and, you know, going up against Baltimore, divisional matchup, but they're, you know, I think they're going to be able to at least be a competent offense, and he's going to be one of the key pieces in the passing game. Yeah. Um, another, uh, maybe you call him a key piece, Elijah Moore. Um, definitely having a better time. He's in press conferences joking around and stuff. Got 10 targets yeah. this week. Um just, 60 yards on six catches is solid. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, it just And Corey Davis got hurt. I think that's probably your key takeaway there. That helps. And, you know, Mike White continues to be the quarterback. Always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, he's also got Detroit next week, uh, Jacksonville the week after, Seattle. So um, 
not a bad uh, lineup here as well. So he kind of falls in the middle as far as this group goes, right? Like, I'm not sure what his upside mm-hmm. is, um, but we've seen some good stuff from him before. Yeah, uh, I think he is someone, you know, probably below the the Dotson and Zay Jones line. So, but he'd be someone not unlike Chris Moore. Um, you know, above got Goodwin, above Hilton, that you know, you kind of add in stash. Probably not thrilled to play him like Chris Moore, but you know, a desperation you could put him in there because you know he could have you know the volume that he had here, ten targets, and and he's a guy that can break a big touchdown. We've seen the explosiveness from him. So it, the the uh, schedule gets a lot better for the Jets here. They got Detroit this week, so good matchup. And, and, you know, obviously it looks like Garrett Wilson is the alpha there, but I think Elijah Moore could be in line if we see Corey Davis out for a good bit more targets. Yep. Um, moving to tight ends here. Uh, Evan Ingram on our list every week, 56% rostered. Uh, what nuclear <laughs> this week. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. That, that was something else. Um, so I'm sure his roster percentage is going to go up after that. Um, but I don't think we could say anything more than we've been saying all year. He's kind of just been a steady guy. Um, he hasn't, this is really his first like real big pop off. He's had a couple double digit games, but like 11 points, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything more to say that we haven't said all year long. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it was nice, nice knowing you. We're not going to be able to talk about you next week. I probably not. You'll be well over 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Um, interesting. This next guy, see if he is going to, have a big jump from his current 14% roster ship to maybe over 60%. Yeah. Do you know how to pronounce his name? Uh, last name is a I don't know his first. That name. is good enough for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Has had uh, another, a really good week this week, 45 yards and a touchdown on six care or on six targets. Uh, the week prior, um, not super great, but five targets for 68 yards. I mean, that, that's a good, uh, that's good for a tight end. Um, yeah, tight end needs passing. Continually for... increasing too. I mean, he didn't really do much early in the year. I think he had one touchdown, you know, first half of the year. But week nine, three targets. Week ten, two, um, two targets. Week eleven, five, five, six. So you like to see it increasing, and, and clearly he's a guy they want to utilize. They, they're definitely getting him involved a lot more. Yep, hundred percent. I agree. Um, and then Ty Conklin, another guy that we've talked about fair bit this year um didn't have the best fantasy day but did get eight targets this week seven mm-hmm. targets the week before um he's got a 10 a few weeks back as well so um just soaking up a lot of targets which is what you want to see in a tight end right yeah and and at this stage you're not going to find you know your your travis kelsey's out there so you need to get the guys you know either you're looking at touchdown upside and, and boomer bust on touchdown or a guy that you know has a chance to push for you know eight plus targets uh in a week and we see that you know fairly consistently with conklin here so back-to-back weeks at seven or more targets i think he's a guy that if you're desperate you can throw him in there on the stream and in what looks to be maybe a high scoring game against the tree yeah yeah absolutely uh we'll move over to the uh streaming side of things here we'll uh start with our quarterbacks we got mike white 20 percent rostered versus detroit daniel jones 55 percent at Washington, Heineke, 11% versus the Giants, and Mac Jones, 18% at Vegas. Who do you want? Yeah, um, if Mike White's healthy, I think Mike White's the guy, but 
Matt Jones against Vegas is uh, is tempting. It's 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 scary, but tempting. What about you? Ah, um, I'm with you. I think I would go with Mike White if he's available. Um, Mac Jones is kind of tempting. I think I'd rather go with Daniel Jones. He just he seems like he's got a better floor than Mac does. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a good week for Mac given the matchup. You know, he's he's shown some upside this year, um, but Daniel Jones is far more consistent. So I think I'd go with him. In fact, I think I'd probably go Daniel Jones over Mike White too. Um, for as much success as the Jets are having, like last week against Minnesota, he only got 17 points. This week he missed some time, but he still only ended up with 11. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably go with Daniel Jones, I guess, in all scenarios. Yeah, I think it's it's tough. I, I do think it's you know an interesting you know thing. It's Sunday night football. The Washington versus Giants matchup, so could be a pretty you know interesting heads up matchup there. Uh, I still think if Mike White's healthy, he's my guy there. But yeah, the rushing upside of Daniel Jones is, is definitely appealing, and you know you got some good baseline. Yes, sir. Uh, move on to the defensive matchups here. Got a few of them: Packers uh, versus the Rams, Steelers at Carolina, Panthers versus Pittsburgh. Uh, the Browns versus Baltimore, Commanders versus the Giants, and the Cardinals at Denver. Who are you interested in there? Yeah, this one is interesting. It's really no elite defenses. Um, I like the roster ship available. The Packers looked to be a really good matchup, you know, a little under a week ago, but with superstar Baker Mayfield in tow in, in, uh, in L.A., I don't know. It's as as appealing there. They'll still think it's probably from a roster standpoint one of the top ones. Um, I do still like the Steelers, fifty three percent rostered. So you know you're probably not going to be able to jump out and get them. But I do think Carolina. You know maybe I'll kick their coverage a little bit. They're playing much better under the new interim coach. But I don't know that they're going to be able to do that to Pittsburgh. Granted, it is at home. So that could be a you know, big benefit here for the Panthers. Uh, but I think Pittsburgh's probably the one. Um, the, the other one, maybe the Browns uh, or the Cardinals, really just because quarterback injuries. Russell Wilson, Tyler Huntley, and Lamar Jackson, I guess you'd throw in there. It's all competent quarterbacks, even if they're not having the best years. But if they're out, and the offenses are struggling with a second or third string quarterback. Browns and Cardinals defense looks a little more appealing. Yeah, the the Browns are actually my uh, my option here. Huntley's in concussion protocol. Lamar's not coming back. Um, who's their, their third strings? Anthony Brown, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll take a, a pretty good defense against a uh, a third string quarterback. You do need to be mindful. That's a Saturday game. Uh, we got three Saturday games this week. I don't Free know Saturday. why. Yep, um, yeah, because I, college football is off, and the NFL said, "You know what? Saturday uh, hours when college go. football is no longer going." Yeah, get those ratings, I guess. Uh huh. That makes sense. So yeah, I think I'd go with the Browns. Um, but I'm with you. Like I'm good with the Steelers. Um, I'd be good with the Packers this week. I think. Um, Commanders coming off a bye could be solid too. Um, but yeah, Browns would be my pick. All right. Well, everyone, make sure you keep an eye out on that Thursday and Saturday games here. 
coming up for this week. And um, good luck on your waivers here. We'll talk to you in a couple days here. Getting ready for playoff football. Well, fantasy football, we'll say. Yeah, won't be uh, won't be far away at all. So, yeah, tune in on Thursday for your start set show. Until then, good luck with your waivers and trust your board.